Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Live and festive in the Publix Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I'll run this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome to the show and a good Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 10.08, 8 after 10. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang's all here. Low T Chuck screening the calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. We've got a big show in store for you tonight. The Lonely Tailgater will, of course, join us with Blessed or Not Blessed. Got a special guest next half hour, writer, producer, Tucker native, UGA grad Mark Perry will join us from the left coast. Interesting career for a local kid that's uh, really done well for himself. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of accolades in there. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but to start the show tonight, in, in case you missed last night's show, <laughs> and I know that not all of you get to listen to all two hours, and I understand, life gets in the way of the Mark Aram show. Um, in the second, shouldn't, it shouldn't. It. You're right. In the second <laughs> hour of the show, uh, finishing up our fast food review with Johnny Kilbasa, we had a pretty uh, amazing moment on the program last night. So if you missed it, here's a little snippet of of what you missed. Which potato are you getting with your McDonald's? Hash browns or fries? Yeah. Right. As I decide, whenever I'm on with with uh, Lucky Chunk Box, I always <laughs> say both. Because you do the fries with the one, and you do the hash browns with the other. Who is Lucky Chunk Box? Or whatever that other dude you got on your show. Sanjay. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. So Johnny Kilbasa um, dubbed a new nickname for little Sanjay last night. We We call him little Sanjay. He likes to call himself Silky the Luck Box. Um, and Johnny gave him a new uh, a new nickname, and I forgot what it is already. Chunky, Lucky the Chunk, Lucky box. the Chunk Box. Which where does Silky the lu- the Luck Box come from? It's a poker thing. Oh, okay. Like he's he's very lucky in poker, so you call people that are lucky Luck Boxes. Like they mm. just have boxes of luck that mm. they just. So he calls himself Silky the Luck right, Box, right, right. and Johnny Kilbasa just flipped that around. <laughs> so this is so Sandre is the guy that comes on every Thursday now and does the Would You Rather segments where he it's a really good segment. He comes up with great questions, um, and, and this is can we. Play play his his current opening so everyone every guest of the mark aram show has their own little open and this is this is sanjay's open right now and now, now it's time for who would you rather be with little sanjay so we are uh i made the executive decision last night i think it was unanimous between the three of us yeah, that yeah. we're we are going to change his name now from little sanjay aka silky the luck box to what is it? Lucky chunk, <laughs> lucky lucky the chunk, chunk box. The lucky, lucky the chunk box. Lucky the chunk box. 
So this morning, I went to uh, one of our great production folks here at WSB, Corey, and I and I said I just said I didn't even give him any background on it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, can you record a couple of versions of this, kind of like a game show kind of of voice? Because we need to determine a new intro for Sanjay tomorrow, and he has no idea. He doesn't listen to the show except when he's on, so he doesn't know we're talking about this. So he's going to hear a new open tomorrow night when he calls the show, and he's going to lose his mind, and not in a good way, <laughs> which is going to be hilarious. Yeah. So um, I had Corey come up with a couple of versions. So I want all of us to listen to these and maybe uh, you know decide on what open we will use. Now, these are all dry. In an industry term means dry means no music. These are just the voiceovers, and then we'll add the music in after. So here's what Corey came up to this morning for uh, Chunky the Luck Box. No. Lucky, Lucky chunk the box. Chunk Box. <laughs> Lucky the Chunk Box. All right, here's what he came up with. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for Would You Rather with the Lucky Chunk Box. And- <laughs> All right, so that's the first one. Yeah, that's the first one. Play right. the second one? Yeah, play the second one. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for Would You Rather with the Lucky Chunk Box. <laughs> the Lucky Chunk Box. I just love it. All right, keep going. Next one. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for Would You Rather with the Lucky Chunk Box. See, I, I want. I think I want something more energy. Like, well, yeah. He, I think if you send him the old one, here's the music. Yeah. Here's the inflection. Some like, of the next no... couple ones have more. Do they? Do they get yeah. more? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. What's, what's the next one? And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for Would You Rather with the Lucky Chunk Box. Now that'd be good if we were on B98. Yeah. You know, but we're not on B98. No. We're on Who did the Who did the original one? Did Art Terrell from oh. Kiss 104. Oh, okay. Uh, he wasn't around this morning, so I couldn't ask him yeah, to do it. Okay. But I could maybe I'll have him try. Yeah. Keep some continuity going with it. Sure. Um and then Drunk Kurt Schilling put it together. Oh so, yeah. So he'll have to do the music. He yeah. has that music. We'll good. Tr- maybe yeah, we'll keep the same music. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Right. Definitely. All right, next one. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for Would You Rather with the Lucky Chunk Box. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. All right, highlight that and, one, Algori. That's good. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for Would You Rather with the Lucky Chunk Box. <laughs> I like the last one, that second to last one. Okay. That played. You got Probably more? The best. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for Would You Rather with the Lucky Chunk Box. <laughs> It's just so funny. <laughs> okay, keep going. And now on the Mark Aram Show. And now on the Mark Aram Show. It's time for Would You Rather. It's time for Would You Rather with the Lucky Chunk Box. <laughs> yeah, a couple takes there. All right. Is that it? One more? All right, one more. And now on the Mark Aram Show. It's time for Would You Rather with the Lucky Chunk Box. That was a good one. That yeah, I like one. that one and that one that... The one that Chuck yeah, had? Yeah, the two one. Or three, two or three ago. But can I think you, if he hears the original, then you get like, oh, okay, this is going to play those two back even more. I can play those two. Here's what I want you to do, Longoria. Give me a, a music bed. Give me the match game theme. You have that, right? Play the match game theme, just Ooh, so we have yeah. some sort of music under it, okay. and then play those cuts again. Just because I think dry, it's tough to hear them dry. Yeah, it is. I'm trying to find it. Hold on. I'm, right. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Okay, now let's hear. Let's hear the the ones that we picked. Yeah, yeah. And now on the Mark Aram show, it's time for <laughs> Would You Rather with the Lucky Chunk Box. That's good. It sounds a lot better with music under, right? All right, what's the and next? And now on the Mark Aram show, it's time for Would You Rather with the Lucky Chunk Box. I like that. I like that. 
Only because it cheeses up the whole yeah. thing. You know, his 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 original entrance is so good. Like yeah. it's, it's really good. Yeah. But this sort of brings it to a level of cheesiness. Yeah, I like that one. Nice. Let, me, let me hear the original again with Art Terrell. I had to pay a lot of money for this one, by the way. I bet you did. Now, it's time for Who Would You Rather And now, now, now it's time now. for Who Would You Rather Be with Little Sanjay. <laughs> yeah. That's dope. Yeah, it is. But I, that's why I, the, the cheesiness of having the game show music with it, I kind of like it. But, all right, but so, I think we should go with the but original. But the, the original had like a little Indian music on the background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This one, Match Game theme song, they're both really good. I don't know. I, I would I would have, see if see if uh, Drunk Kurt Schilling can take what we have and yeah. put it to the music or have uh, Corey redo it with the original so you okay. can hear how it sounds or have Art do it if he's around. He works afternoons. I really I rarely uh, okay. get to see him. Um, we got options. We do have options. All right, I'll noodle around with it. Let me hear. Let me hear uh, one of Corey's <laughs> cuts again um, with the with and the match game theme. I'm making Longoria juggle he's nine things in there. <laughs> and now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for Would You Rather with the Lucky Chunk Box. <laughs> <laughs> and now on the Mark Aram that. Show, uh, I just love it. The, I think it's great. I still can't remember it. The Lucky Chunk Box. Lucky, lucky the, the Chunk, chunk Box. Uh, I gotta write it down. But he's calling him the Lucky Chunk Box. So wait, wait, wait. What does Johnny call him? Lucky, he calls the, him, he just lucky straight, he, the Chunk Box. He didn't even say the. And in, in uh, if you he listen, didn't? he just says Lucky Chunk Box. Let's listen to it again. All right, play Johnny from last night again. Which potato <laughs> are you getting with your McDonald's? Hash browns or fries? Yeah. Right. As I decide whenever I'm on with, with uh, Lucky Chunk Box, I always say, <laughs> oh. just called him straight Lucky, <laughs> yeah, lucky Chunk, chunk right. Box. Lucky Chunk Box. <laughs> All right. Now on the Mark Aram Show. It's time for Would You Rather with Lucky Chunk Box. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll have him redo everything. Because okay. well, what, what did I have Corey say? Lucky the Chunk Box. Yeah, let me see. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for Would You Rather with the Lucky Chunk Box. <laughs> oh, you said the, I think yeah, he said, with, said Lucky, lucky the and Chunk Box. And now on the Mark Aram Show, Lucky Chunk Box. He says it's it different time ways. For would You Rather. With the Lucky Chunk Box. Yeah, he says the Lucky Chunk, which is okay. Yeah. What do we like better? Lucky Chunk Box, the Lucky Chunk Box, or Chunky the Luck Box, or Lucky, lucky the, the Chunk, chunk Box. box. Tongue twister. I like it without the. So just Lucky Chunk Box. Yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> With Lucky, lucky Chunk Box. Because <laughs> that sounds like his name, not a title. If I say it's... Would you rather with Lucky Chunk Box? That sounds like it's his name. Yeah. If you say the Lucky Chunk Box, it sounds the like title. a title. Let me hear Johnny say it again. Can we pull Johnny's audio and work work that into the intro? Probably. What do you, oh, like his? Yeah, let yeah. me hear Johnny again. Which potato are you getting with your McDonald's? I have to play the Hash browns or fries? Right. As I decide whenever I'm on with, with uh, Lucky Chunk Box, I always say, oh, because you do the fries with one and you do the half pounds with the other. Uh, Who is Lucky Chunk Box? I think that's or whatever what that other dude you got on your show. Sanjay. Because I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I'm like, who's Lucky Chunk Box? Yeah. You knew. Lingori's the one that picked yeah, it up. Yeah, Lingori no knew idea. exactly what he was talking about. <laughs> 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 an idiot. Box. All right. Uh, so is. your thoughts on this. Real, real brief. Any thoughts on how we should uh, craft Sanjay's new open? Lucky Chunk Pox, uh, Lucky the Chunk Pox, the Lucky Chunk Pox, and do we do uh, do we do the Indian music again, or do we go game show music? Your thoughts, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, and I'm going to play Johnny Kilbasa again. 
saying that because I could hear that for the rest of my life and always smile. 404-872-0750 on Twitter at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Twitter world divided on how we uh, determine Sanjay's new nickname. Some people like No The, just Lucky Chunk Box. Others like Lucky The Chunk Box. And others still like The Lucky Chunk Box. Your thoughts on this uh, breaking development. Uh, Dale's in Flowery Branch. Dale, what do you think, buddy? All right, well, basically, I think that I agree with Lochi Chuck on this one where you go without the, uh, you take that out, because as with the original, I mean, it sounds like his name. It's not like a, a title. I agree. So just Lucky Chunk Box. Yeah, and, and I definitely think that as far as music goes, um, you should definitely have something like uh, old school prices, right? Like that, you know, uh, back when Bob Barker still was uh, with the host, you know, and have, uh, I forgot who was announcing at that time, but whatever that guy's name was, have it that style. Cause I think that was that was glorious. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Brian Luters on Twitter just sent me uh, a possible theme song. I'm going to send it to Longoria. Maybe he can play it. Um, it's good. It's in that 70s style. Vashek's on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Vashek. Hey, how's it going? What's up, buddy? So, I'm going to cast my vote, and I think that a good blend of title and name definitely is going to have to be Lucky the Chunk Box. Lucky the Chunk Box. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. I'll, again, I'm happy with either of them. Both of They all make me laugh. Tony's in Marietta. Tony, what do you think? Mark, always good to speak with you. Likewise, buddy. I think, first off, your uh, voiceover guy, he's got to amp it up a little bit to make it even more cheesy. Okay. And I think that the background music has to be from uh, the dating game. The dating game? Yeah. All right. Yes, because, you know, would you rather, I mean... Oh, that fits in. You're right. Yeah, I mean, there's that iconic correlation. right? All right. Longoria, pull pull that up if you can, but uh, we might not have time now. The dating game. Thanks, Tony. I'm sorry, buddy. I want to get to everybody before the break. Chris, uh, on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Chris. Okay, absolutely. Lucky chunk box. No the. just uh, No the. And and does not sound like it should be on a uh, Chinese menu. Lucky chunk box. I'll have number nine. The lucky chunk box. I like it. All right, so no the. No the is winning. Rita and Canton. Rita, what do you think? Hi, um, I have two suggestions. One, I like, and now on the Mark Aaron Show, it's Sanjay, the lucky chunk box, but I think he ought to come up on the end of, instead of dropping down, his voice drops down on every, at the end of every sentence. So bring it up. Bring it up. Okay. And it just, uh, it pushes it. it pushes A change it of the inflection. Okay. Duly noted, Rita. What do you have here, Longoria? It's like dating game. This is the song. dating game. Can you play? Uh, are you? It's on the same computer. Yeah, it's on the same. I, right. I try, but I don't think it'll. No, don't out. worry about it. I can work now on, it. on the Mark Aram show. It's time for Would You Rather with Lucky Chunk Box. How's that sound? Is that good? That sounded pretty good. Now <laughs> on the Mark Aram show, it's time for Would You Rather. With Lucky Chunk Box. That old music is so cheesy. Yeah. It's great. All right. I think Tony's right. I think we might use the dating game song. I sent you another one. We'll play that next hour. Um, but that being said, after news, weather, and traffic, we actually have a guest, uh, a very important guest, joining us on the show. Uh, how he came to our uh, into our grips is a long story. We'll tell you that coming up. He is Mark B. Perry. He is a writer, producer, and a Tucker native. He'll be up next on The Mark Aram Show.
Live and festive in the Publix Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB. Hey, this is Lois Griffin, and you are listening to The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 10 37, 23 in front of 11. Mark Aram at your beck and call every Monday through Friday till midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Next half hour, the Lonely Tailgater will join us with Blessed or Not Blessed. You might remember a couple of weeks ago, we had Danica McKellar on the show, uh, also known as Winnie Cooper from uh, The Wonder Years, one of our favorite shows of all time. And after the interview, someone called up and said, there's a local connection to that show. Uh, a guy named Mark Perry actually was uh, a producer or a writer for that wonderful show, The Wonder Years. I believe he wrote scripts for that TV series. And T. Chuck, going outside his normal duties of co-host, actually putting a producer hat on, tracked down Mr. Perry in Los Angeles. And he now joins us live on The Mark Garam Show. Mark, welcome to the program. Thank you for joining us. I'm honored to be here. Thank you. So we got a, we got a caller, and I wish you remember the caller's name. I, apparently, they knew you back in Tucker, where you grew up, um, yeah. and they called up and were like, "Yeah, you had a connection to the Wonder Years. What what was that connection, and how did you get involved in the show?" Well, I've always wanted to be a television writer since I was basically in third grade, and when I I moved out to Los Angeles to pursue that, and I wrote a spec script for the Wonder Years after it had premiered. And it was based on a summer vacation with my family to Myrtle Beach, which is where we used to go because my parents spent their honeymoon there. And I met this girl there who was a little bit older, and I had my first French kiss. And so I wrote this episode for Kevin going to the beach with his family. And... uh, I managed to get an agent who sent the script over to the Wonder Years. They read it. They asked me to come in and pitch some ideas for other episodes. I pitched them an idea about the brother getting his driver's license and terrorizing Kevin. They hired me to write that script. I did that. And then um, the first day that I they, they offered me a staff job, and the first day that I walked in, I was told that uh, they were buying my spec script and it was going to be the season opener for the third season of the series is that common for that to happen where someone off the street just sends in a spec script and boom it's it's a done deal no it's i've been told that it's very uncommon in fact when i tell this story to a lot of the young people i work with they just look at me like i'm crazy so that's pretty amazing so this yeah, i'm assuming was that the lake episode no it was actually before the lake episode the lake episode i think was the next season okay um, this was the episode where they, they go to the beach and he meets this uh, slightly older girl who kisses him. So that so this is an amazing story. So you grew up in Tucker. You went to the University of Georgia. Yes. Uh, and, you, and what did you major in? Was, was, did it something to do with, with Hollywood? or 
wanted to go to film school, but they didn't really offer a film major. So I, I got a journalism degree uh, at the Henry Grady School of oh, Journalism. Oh, the great Grady School of Journalism. Yes, for um, radio, TV, film production. And mm. I minored in theater and took playwriting classes and that sort of thing. And I sort of cobbled together my own degree in what I wanted to do. And you move out to, to California after college with, with any any connections, any, any uh, job prospects or you just up and moved out there didn't know anyone out here when i came to los angeles good for you that's that takes a lot of uh cojones to do that Uh, that's very good for you well it was it was quite an adventure at the time (laughs) i have to say that's all right so you send a spec script to the wonder years and then uh they they take it then you're a staff writer what's going through your mind at that point like holy cow this is actually happening Kind of, holy cow, when are they going to figure out I don't really know what I'm doing and I'm going to lose my job? <laughs> That's kind of what I was feeling every day I went to work. How does it... in, when I started work, I, was, I went in with a staff who every writer on that staff had an Emmy nomination. Wow. It was, it was amazing. Because it was such a great show. I mean, it, and it still holds up after all these years. You can still catch it uh, on reruns. How does that work in a writer's room? Take us in there. So it's you and how many other writers, and, and how do you... Uh, you know, flesh out a, a show that w- eventually winds up on TV? Well, in the Wonder Years, uh, it was a little different. We didn't really have a traditional writer's room. And, I mean, I've been writing television now since 1989 when I got that job on the Wonder Years. Mm-hmm. And I've been in all kinds of different situations, mostly on a show. Like, I'm on a show right now um, that's going to premiere in the spring. It's called Heartbeat on NBC. And it was actually created by a former Wonder Years writer who I met back then, and that's Jill Gordon. And this is a show starring Melissa George. But we have a writer's room where we sit in there every day and we figure out beat by beat what's going to happen in each episode. We figure out the arcs from episodes 1 through 13 and so forth in terms of, you know, where the characters, where we want to start them and where we want to end them. Mm -hmm. And then we basically just go through and we say, okay, we've got six acts. Here's the scenes in Act 1. And we go all the way through and then the writer assigned to write that episode goes off to write it. On the Wonder Years, it was a little different because the executive producer, showrunner, he ran things a little bit differently. He preferred to work one-on-one with the writer of the episode and would break the episodes out that way, usually with just him and his co-EP. And in, that's when I met Jill. She was actually the co-EP who came in and, and was working with, with us then. Interesting. We're talking to Mark Perry, UGA grad, Tucker native, who is now made it good in Hollywood. Uh, listen, that's that's 26 years, right? 26 years in the business. 26 years in the business. Uh, Wonder Years, Law and Order, Party of Five, Picket Fences, One Tree Hill. Like, the, uh, th- That's a pretty awesome resume uh, for, for a kid from Tucker, Georgia. Well, I've been pretty blessed. You know, I've uh, I work hard and, you know, I think I've got a good southern work ethic that I bring to my my job and uh you know it's it's just it's really worked out for me I've met wonderful people who like my work and they're willing to hire me and bring me in so I feel very fortunate I would also like to mention if I can just brag for a moment yeah as I was waiting on hold and I was listening to the WSB promos and everything I remembered when I was in high school I was a WSB great young American no kidding no kidding. <laughs> that, that's awesome. It comes full full circle. We get a great you young go. American back here. 
Uh, we're talking to Mark Perry. Uh, you won a primetime Emmy for for Picket Fences. What uh, I know this is kind of like picking your favorite child, but of all the shows that you've written for or produced for, um, what stands out as your favorite? Wow, that's tough. Um, I'm going to have to say it's a toss-up between The Wonder Years because it was my first, and I loved that show, and I loved writing the show. Um, but I also really loved Party of Five. That was a really good show. Yeah, it was. that show had the same kind of heart and humor that The Wonder Years did, and that's the kind of writing that I really, really enjoy. So I would say The Wonder Years and with a close second, uh, Party of Five. So, so let's, say, uh, let's take Party of Five, for example. Um, you're working on a show, an amazing cast that has gone on to do more amazing things. Uh, Matthew Fox in Lost, and um, he was actually, actually Chuck Matthew Fox was just in um, Bone. Uh, what was that western we just saw? Oh, Bone um, Handle Axe. Yes, whatever. I, I forgot. Tomahawk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bone Tomahawk. Bone Tomahawk. Yeah. Tomahawk. Thank he, you. He was really good in that. So let me ask you this question. Um, do you, do you have the uh, actors coming up to you as a writer and say, "Hey, listen, you know, you need to you need to get me some more lines," or how about a, a whole episode about me? Does that ever happen? Well, yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, actors will sometimes have an issue with something, or they won't quite understand, or they'll, you know, think that it's however you've worded a line, they'll say that's not comfortable for me to say, and you know, you try to. It's a collaborative medium. You're making. If you're doing a network show on a typical order, you're making 22 44-minute full-length movies mm -hmm. in 10 months out of the year. Wow. So it's very collaborative, and you're under a lot of pressure. And, you know, if somebody says, hey, can I say it this way instead of that? You're like, sure, let's just let's make sure we make our day here. So <laughs> let's just get it done. Exactly. Uh, Mark Perry joining us, uh, UGA grad now in Los Angeles, very accomplished, award-winning uh, writer and producer. Do you watch television a lot yourself, Mark, or is that something where you shy away from? No, I do. I watch television. I, I don't watch a lot of shows. I mean, I'm currently hooked on The Walking Dead, mm -hmm. uh, and I love watching it because it you know, it makes me homesick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I really enjoying um, getting on on HBO. I have very eclectic taste, but yeah, I do watch TV. I want to try to see what's, you know, what's going on out there. In, in, in the 26 years you've been in the business, has there been a show that you said, oh, I'd love to be a part of that show, that, but you, it just didn't happen, or you tried to get on a show and it just didn't happen? Yes. Um, I really wanted to write on I'll Fly Away, if you remember that show. I with do Sam not. Watterson. It was set in the South. It had kind of a To Kill a Mockingbird oh, okay. civil rights era vibe. And I really I was, I was submitted to that, but uh, the feedback that I got was that my writing was too soft for the show. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. I mean, well... I got. I want to jump That's in here. I I just, yeah, go ahead. Chuck. I, I got a quick question for Martin because you've written on all network shows, which you said you know they're for the most part twenty-two episodes, forty-four minutes. Um, do you would you ever want to go to, or have you ever wanted to go to cable where the seasons are predominantly thirteen episodes? The length really varies. If you watch like Fargo, sometimes it's fifty minutes, sometimes it's an hour and a half. I don't know. It depends on what they're doing that day. Is that easier than the length of network? TV shows, would that be less stressful? All I will say is if there are any showrunners who have a cable series, call me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. At this awesome. point, I would love to do a cable series. One of the things about the show I'm on now, Heartbeat, is that 
we have we're a mid-season show, so our order is for thirteen episodes. Oh, okay. And it is so much more sane to be able to actually have the time to plot things out and write the scripts. Um, so yes, I I would definitely I would love to do a cable show. I developed a show at Sci-Fi, was actually a, a Southern Gothic haunted house series that unfortunately didn't go. But uh, yeah, I would love to get into the cable business. Do you ever get to? Do you ever get to come home to Atlanta? Because I mean, Atlanta is now kind of like Hollywood South. They're filming so much stuff down here. It's amazing, and I, you know, I remember when I was there, they were always talking about. This was way back in the seventies, even they were talking about turning the Lakewood Fairgrounds into a movie studio. Mm-hmm. And now I hear, you know, what Tyler Perry's doing, and just the explosion in production. And I think it's really exciting. Uh, but I do get home about once a year. My folks are still there in Georgia, and uh, I've got friends and family there, so I do I do get back when I can. I'll, I'll be back there next week for Christmas. Oh, excellent! What do, what do you miss most about uh, the Atlanta area? Well, aside from loved ones and friends and family, um, I miss fall and I miss spring. <laughs> we have we have two seasons in Los Angeles: summer and not summer. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've I've been to LA quite. A, it's that's a different world out there. It totally is. It is. It is. You you adapt to it. I mean, I've been here now for however many years. So uh, you know, it's it's my other home. Excellent. Well, Mark, this is this has been awesome. I'm very fortuitous that we were able to get the Danica interview, and then someone um, called in the show to to hook us up with you uh, with the local connection because uh, I mean I. I absolutely adored the Wonder Years. Grew up with it, and Party of Five, and and all the stuff you've done. So this has been a real treat to to be able to get inside those shows and talk to you. Well, if you ever find out who that caller was, let me know. Yeah, we can actually go back, Chuck. Can you find out? Yeah, I can go back. We can go back to the archives. Oh, before I let you go, I gotta uh, let you plug your book. Um, You've got a book out now, and I want to know the name of it and what it's about. My novel is very different from the wonder years it's uh it's about the dark side of hollywood in the early 1950s which is something that i am just obsessed with i love old movies turner classic movies is always on in my kitchen um and so i wrote this novel about a guy who comes to hollywood to make it in the movies and he doesn't quite have the you know fantasy starstruck experience uh, it came out last year and the title is city of whores and it's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, etc. So it's about L.A., not Tucker. No, it's not about <laughs> Tucker. <laughs> okay, it's I. I just uh, Chuck sent me the link to the book. I was like, wow, I got to order that. So I'm going to order that on Amazon and check it out. Um, not about Tucker, though, Chuck. It's about it is not Angeles. about Tucker. No. Mark, thank you for your time. It's been a pleasure. Let's let's do this again sometime. I've enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Take care, Mark Perry, UGA grad. Tucker native and uh, now a bigwig in Hollywood. That's a pretty cool little story right there. Yeah, he's been on a lot of stuff. I did not ask him about Lucky Chunk Box, though. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> You're glad. He wouldn't have known what we're talking about. All right, we're going to come back with your calls. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back to the show. Real quick, we don't have much time. We went a little long with Mr. Mark Perry. Uh, Todd's in Ackworth. Hey, Todd, what's going on? Uh, not much, not much. Uh, that was an interesting caller. Um, I uh, was going to say, I thought that uh, Rita had a point as far as emphasizing the, the name. Yes. 
It, it needs to be kind of like a, a guy introducing a boxing match. Ooh, give me an example. How how should it sound? See, would you call him the Lucky, Lucky the Chunk Box? Yes, yes. How, how, give and me a real quick. Now from the Mark Aram show, asking the question. What was the question? Would you rather? <laughs> would you rather? Lucky the Chunk Box. Ooh, I like it. Like uh, like a ring announcer. Lucky exactly. the Chunk Box. Good suggestion, Todd. Maybe we'll do that. Let's throw some voice work to the listeners. You want to do that? Sure. Have some voice auditions for uh, Lucky you Chunk Boxes? Yeah, if you guys just uh, record an MP3 and you can no, email screw it. screw that. We're doing it after news weather and Oh, traffic. you want to do it online? Yeah, okay, absolutely. Maybe you want a better quality. No. All right, yeah, screw we it. We don't need good quality in the Mark Aram <laughs> Show. Yeah, that's true. News weather and traffic next. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.